<laughs> Rapid fire. <laughs> this is episode. Everybody, shut up. Rapid fire. This is episode two hundred and six. <laughs> it looks so human. Now, Derek, you go. Uh, the server is calling me daddy. The fat mode is too fat. Oh, great. More pedals. My friend Jesus plays a butterscotch telly. <laughs> All through a Mesa dual rectum fryer. <laughs> it's the tone control. <laughs> Ding. Ding it. Now we've, how many titles is that? Six? Six titles. Yeah, we hit it. We hit it. We did it all, everybody. We bowled all of them. I love it. I love it. We're back on another uh, shiny Thursday. <laughs> shiny? Yeah, why not? I'm feeling uh, good. It's a shiny Thursday, and here we are. Welcome to the Tone Control, where if we do a cold open, it's going to be faked later. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to Yes. Do. Yeah. Yes. Um, how are you doing? You doing good? Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's It was... Um, it was a it was a full week, um, but it feels good to be here. I I spent some of my week, um, sort of finally trying to figure out this thing. Like um, I, I've had complaints about my whole recording system here for the yes. show since we lost a chunk of that one episode, <laughs> and mm-hmm. I was like, there is a better way to do this, and uh, I did figure out that better way and did get it set up like today this afternoon. <laughs> Uh, and, um, so it's good now. So we're all good and, um, real happy with how it came out. I, I also prepped a, another Patreon exclusive that's going to come and I think another one in, in my pipeline as well. So I've got some more stuff that that's making this other stuff a lot easier too. I can do screen records and, and, um, extra features and stuff a lot easier. So, Okay. More of that stuff coming. Holy crap, the shiny gifts in the chat. <laughs> I just looked down. <laughs> so, um, yeah. yeah. So, that, um, yeah. yeah, how's it going over on your end? <laughs> <laughs> it's going good. Yeah. Um, you always have such great, like, intro stories to tell, and I never do. I'm always like, oh, I what did I do for the last two weeks, and I can never remember. But then... Just the other day, I was like, oh, my God, this is the thing, right? This is what I need to save for the podcast. So mm-hmm. um, I'm going to share a picture, and I want you to pull it up on screen. Okay. Um, give me one second. Uh, Uh-oh, do, do, I'm being do. joined. Nope. What Wife is here, everybody. Why would I have not started yet? How can I help you? You can't get out, you know? Just come on in. What is it? So in the chat. The <gasps> so Justin. Oh, is this why you're in here right now? <laughs> okay, hold on. I can do this. Ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Oh, shoot. Wait, wait. Uh, wait. I, f- I frigged up. Uh, you frigged uh, up, Justin. <laughs> there we go. Fixed. There we go. Fixed it. Oh, yeah. 
guys. <laughs> All right. So the audio listeners right now don't know what the fuck's going on. Yeah. Okay. So what what the fuck's <laughs> going on is cackling in the background. <laughs> yeah. Why our wives are on screen and cackling in the background uh, is because my wife Beth and I are expecting a baby. Magnificent job. It 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 looks so human. <laughs> so there's an ultrasound on, on screen. I should hope so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would just like to tell everybody that I have known for like two months and I have not said a word. She didn't say yeah. anything to me. <laughs> That's intense that she didn't say anything to I've me. I've known actually. since the day after Derek knew. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, so, and this is, this is an old ultrasound now. This is 12 weeks. Um, but today, today, yeah, yep. yeah today is week f- 15. 15. Wow. Yes. Wow. So we're moving right along here. Wow. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> Tone control baby party. All Woo! right. Hell yeah. <laughs> wow. Chat's going up, going off right now. I, oh, I, I covered up chat. Up. I can't see it. Oh, yeah. It's going crazy. Hi, yeah, Justin's yeah. wife. They're using swear words. That's inappropriate. You guys, don't you know there's a baby here now? <laughs> what are you doing? Uh, I'm like super nervous to like have done wow. this whole operation here because I, I was like, how are we going to tell Justin? We thought it'd be really funny to just never tell Justin. <laughs> I said we should, no, I said that we should wait until like I'm going to go out there to see them, yeah. right? And just be like, oh, I'm going to New Hampshire. And you're going to be like, why? And I would just be like, bye. Like, I don't have to ask your permission. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an adult. And then I would just show oh up God. show up on Zoom with the baby. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Guess what? Oh, we forget to tell you. Or we were joking like, oh, maybe if we you know, like show like had a vacation or met up somewhere and Beth gets out of the car extremely pregnant. It's like, oh, <laughs> did did we forget? Oh, oh sorry. Shoot. I can't believe oh, oh man, shoot. I wanted, her, my mind. I wanted her to get out of the car with like being extremely pregnant, but then with like a giant bag of Doritos or something and be like, mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Well, yes. that's so. Yeah. Wow. Well, congrats. So, um, uh, thanks. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Your story thanks. is better this time. Yeah. <laughs> this is the best story. Yeah. Um, <laughs> due on July 14th, right. which is exactly the day after my sister's wedding. So <laughs> it's going to be a hell of a time. We're going to figure all that out, but you know, it'll be fine. It'll yeah, be fine. Yeah. See if you can hit that bullseye. Yeah. <laughs> through that yeah, needle. we'll see. Beth is like trying to hear through the outside of my head. That's why I, tur- I turn mine around. Me. So, oh, uh, yeah, see? Oh, that's uh. super uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, it does, it's not great. Oh, that's much better. What are you gonna yeah, do? Does, doesn't feel great. Anyway, that's what's going on, guys. Um, wow. Been holding on to this one for 15 GD weeks. <laughs> it yeah, was, it was oh harder for me than it was for you. I just want you. To know. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow, wow. Awesome. But Mariel hasn't even seen my belly. I have not. I've seen a picture of you well, not that... fitting into your pants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Save the belly. That doesn't need to be on the podcast. No. No. Come on. Get out of here. Oh, no. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> if she comes parading around in the back uh, at some point later in the show, I won't say anything. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> there she goes. <laughs> there she goes. <laughs> there she goes. So, yeah, man. Wow. Okay, I'm going Congratulations. Right now. Okay. Woo-hoo! Wow. Thanks. I thought there was there was no way in hell you were coming out here like, oh, I didn't think you'd started yet. Well, I had to think of something to say because then I realized I was on camera in my jammy pants. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Fantastic. We did it. 
<laughs> whoever music moose, musical mooster is is very nice. <laughs> Don't tell him that. Okay. <laughs> Strike this from the record. <laughs> He's really not. <laughs> Okay. This is fun. All right. Okay. All right. Go go text Marielle a picture of your belly. <laughs> we're we're gonna go do our own podcast. Bye. There's like nothing. Look at this. She looks uh, completely, totally normal. Yeah. All right. I'm being pushed out of the way. Good. I can I can tell. Oh. Right, hang, on, hang on. Here we go. Yeah. There you go. Like a normal 15 weeker. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Killing it, girl. Woo! Yeah. Damn right. <laughs> All right, All right. Go work on getting thicker, Beth. Right, go have fun. <laughs> Did you hear that? No. Justin says, go work on getting thicker. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry. She says, don't worry. <laughs> for- In process. <laughs> All right. Okay. Yes, that's the end of the episode. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, I mean, that's um, it. How if, are we going to follow that? We, the- I don't know. <laughs> no, we, there's nothing else matters. It's true. Um so, <laughs> so when we're, when we're prepping the show, Derek's like, I don't really have very much for the show. Uh, do you have any discussion topic ideas? That was still true. <laughs> well, no, I'm thinking in, in your head, you're like, do you have any ideas? Knowing full well, Justin never has any ideas. And then, oh, no, we could just fill the show anyway. <laughs> yeah. Actually, what we are going to talk about. Yeah. It's pretty good. Pretty good idea. It's pretty good. Um, but yeah, man, we're having a baby mm-hmm. and I'm stoked and doing the freak out. And like that, no, it's great. Everything's fine. But then like, oh, freak out. And then, no, but it'll be great. And then, oh, freak out. (laughs) (laughs) There's a bunch of in-betweens. Yeah. So, yeah, man. Next um, next scan is in five weeks uh, from now, so week 20. Mm -hmm. And we're just kind of moving along, you know? Yep. It's... It's been a wild ride getting to this point. Like, I'm not going to go into a bunch of detail here because that's not why you're here. But um, this has not been... It's not uh, why you came, but it's why you're staying. Yeah. So <laughs> it, it's not um, not been easy. Yeah. Let's just leave it there, I guess. So uh, it's funny, like, all this time we've been joking, like, oh, when you're a kid, they make it seem like you look at someone the wrong way and you're going to get pregnant. Right. Right. Like, you trip on a, on a curb and, oh, no, you're pregnant. <laughs> it's not <laughs> true. Um, but, yeah, we're, we're rocking and rolling now, man. So mm-hmm. it's going to be a hell of a year. Lots to figure out, uh, of course. Plenty of things to figure out podcast-wise, too. So we'll get there. Um, this summer. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, um, change, change is coming, but you know, yeah, it's, it'll be good thing. Yeah. Things roll on. I've, I've been so ready for like the next thing to happen, right? Like life chapter wise, if you want to think of it that way, um, for kind of a while. So, Mm. and, and with the pandemic really doubling down on that, like every day is the same, like what am I working towards? Right. Like what is the next next fun, exciting things going to be? And mm-hmm. so like this is certainly very welcome. Yeah, yeah. The tone control onesies, frig. Let's go. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> you know, actually on on my on my list of non urgent things to do has been um, some more tone control merch, which I was going to set up um, through a print to order store so that we didn't have to yeah. manage it or anything. Um, so yeah, I'll, I'll get on that. We'll be, we'll onesies are available for my other podcasts. So I, <laughs> I will definitely, it can like, be done. I'm, I'm actually, yeah, at this point I'm just falling down on the job. So we'll, we'll make sure that's sorted out uh, soon here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so now I'm like, I am all like flustered and scattered all the time now too. So like, 
I'm kind of forgetting that we have like a real podcast to do here and we're going to have ah. a normal podcast to do for a while <laughs> still, but, um, you yeah. know, it's, it'll be crazy. Um, it's going to be a tough year. Like obviously pandemic, of course, still raging Yeah. and, uh, you know, pregnant wife on top of that, I'm in grad school still, um, work is going bananas in a good way, but it's still bananas. So it's going to be like sipping from the fire hose as my mom would say, but mm-hmm. we're here for it. Tone, tone control binky, somebody said. Have you seen those those pacifiers that are a guitar volume knob? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, somebody that, somebody gave buy. us one at some point. We, yeah. I wonder, I'm sure I'll, I'll end up with 10 oh, or 12 yeah, of those. Yeah. They'll be throwing them <laughs> at you. Yeah. <laughs> I, um, I, never, I never put it in Aria's mouth. Um, it, it went up to okay. 10. And I just thought, yeah. what, what, are you, what are you trying to do to me? But it also goes to zero. Does it? Zero to one. ten. Um, looks at guitar. Well, no, no, I'm, I don't mean on a real. Yeah, I mean on the pacifier. The point is, the pacifier yeah. went up to ten. Yeah. It's. I mean, fail. Yeah. Okay. So sure. anyway. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so right. Um, that's what's going on, you guys. Yeah. And. Um, what else has been going on? I bought a new overdrive pedal. Uh, cool. Cool. Um, redid my my little pedal board for the office. Um, what you got to do sometimes. You know, I. Uh, that's that's it. I beat a video so, game. You you beat a video game. I finished a video game. One might say. You know. Into submission. Final boss fight. You finished it into submission. I still have the yeah the thing up on this. I'm gonna switch. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. We yeah. All right. So. Um. Oh, sorry. So the in the thing. chat they're talking about. So if you um, if <laughs> for the for the live yeah. audience, if you want to view the show more like a show show, you could just tell your Discord video to focus me because my yes, screen has has the, the the production feed, so to speak. Um, Derek will probably be a little bit out of sync, but I have gotten better at fixing that in post. Anyway, sorry, somebody was talking about that in the chat. So um, anyway, we should, we should get in and do a show. Um, once again, we're going to call out the Genie. Thanks to Pedal Genie for sponsoring the Tone Control. Visit PedalGenie.com and start your wish list today. Yeah, Boom. bud. Yeah. Bam. Here we bam, go. Bam, bam. Thank you for all the kind support yeah. and love in the chat. This is very surreal, and um, that doesn't go away. It's for like a long time. <laughs> I know. I'm fully, I like prepared for that, but also not. And yeah. it's like you have these days. I mean, you know what it's like. I don't need to tell you. You mm-hmm. have this like uh, this sudden like remembering, like oh shit, mm-hmm. right? Like this is this is a thing that's happening. Oh my god! Like and then like how long was it before I? F- Remember again, right? Oh, back to work. Okay, you know, yeah, doing yeah. Doing. Oh my god, right? So it's it's uh it's crazy pants, but um it's good. Much love. Thank you, everybody. We'll keep keep updates going, I guess, and mm-hmm. um we'll figure something out this summer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it'll be fine. We'll we'll work out what we need to work out. Poof. All right. Um. Right. Doug, mute yourself. I, I muted Doug already. <laughs> yeah, I got him. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Dear individuals, you can mute other people 
if you want to. Anyway. Do we have that enabled? We, I don't know. Um, but yeah. It, it's anyway. only for you. It's not like okay. you mute the person's oh, feed right, to right, you. Right, right, so right. Yes. I, I happen to be able to server mute him also, but anyway. Uh, <laughs> the, the red mute. <laughs> the red mute. Um, okay. This is going to be... Uh, a distracted episode, and that's uh, yeah. Well, I'm well super do. distracted all the time. <laughs> also, like completely unrelated and kind of the opposite direction of all of this is right before coming upstairs to set up. A friend of mine from my hometown texted me some absolutely insane bad news. Oh no! And like, uh, I'll I'll fill in the chat later. But um, somebody like you think you know somebody, and then it turns out they're in jail, and it's like. For uh, for doing a me? bad, yeah. For doing a real bad, Oof. and it's it's um it's just crazy to be like oh my god like you think you know somebody you think the world is like the world and it's not so wow. I'm like in both Th- extremes things are going right in now. different yeah pulling yeah. in different directions <laughs> holy shit man yeah so anyway um the server is calling me daddy it looks like let's just move on yeah <laughs> yeah they want you to change your name I think I can do that. Yeah. How do I do that? Whatever. Let's they, do a podcast. They want me to change my name to something we like smaller. I don't get it. I don't get it. Okay. Um, well, you're still New Year's Justin. That's the <laughs> well, it's all right. Yeah. It's still okay. the new year. Guess what, everybody? It's always the new year. It's always the new year. How do I edit my server? Name? I don't know. I don't freak. Why know. am I doing this right now? Like, we're, it's it's bad radio, bad TV. That's the same. Bad. T- this is bad. This is great radio. I'm gonna listen to somebody the, change their Discord name live the, on a podcast. Okay, everybody, shut up. The PRS Silver Sky SE confirmed at 849 US dollars. Yeah, we talked about it last time. Everybody's talking about it. It's the one to get. It's hard to find. Back orders are going like crazy. Um, don't sleep on it. That's all. Hey, I don't say sleep about on that. it. Don't sleep on it. 850. Yeah, I do. It's the Tombstone Trouble Boost from 37 Effects. Fucking A. Uh-huh. Stone uh-huh. Treble. That was a fun demo yeah, to make. 37 Multiple FX. guitars. Yeah, multiple man. pedals. Um, we had the Lollygagger Canalia in at the same time, so we were like pairing them up, doing cool shit. Sweet. Yeah, man. All okay. right. That was actual that guitar was, stuff. Yeah, that was for the the thing because I forgot to do a, a thing in my bobber. So actual guitar stuff. Um, next, wait, I'm gonna I'm gonna basically play back to back sounds because the okay. next item of business. The it, oh, I'm just gonna do one first. We're we're pulling a we're pulling a weirdo. What? What? I, so, I I feel like that's something I would have played, but I cannot tell you what that is. It's some kind of fuzz. Yeah, it's the uh, it's the Dwarfcraft gears. Oh. Dwarfcraft. Dwarfcraft, hard to say, makes yep. some wild stuff. I know that much. Yep, yep. That's cool. Yep. Hey, do you guys in, in Discord, do you hear the music in stereo now? Or does Discord just have a mono feed? Oh. Is, 
We have a yes, yes and an I don't fucking know. <laughs> well, if you're just listening to it like on a phone speaker, then you wouldn't know. If you're playing it in headphones, then hopefully you can, because I have like my fancy new audio system and I was hoping it would be, it would be uh, better. So anyway, so hmm. the Maestro Collection pedals. Yeah. Yeah. That's what's up now. Uh, yeah. so, so, so what the fuck? Maestro. I feel like I can't hear myself the same as I usually do. Anyway, Maestro is... I can hear you uh, just fine. It, it is, was the first pedal brand, which what? is a cool thing. Yeah, the first brand of pedals. They released wow. the Fuzz Tone, which is the tone famously heard on Satisfaction by the Rolling Stones. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of fell off the radar decades later, all that. Anyway, at some point, Gibson acquired them. I don't know when or why, but now... For money. Everywhere. Derek. Yes. Okay. One question. I know why. Answer. I don't know when. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> the the thing here is that Gibson is reintroducing the Maestro collection. So right. all the marketing material is like Gibson introduces the Maestro, right? Yeah. They're all pretty cheap. They're 149. One of them is 159. That's the delay. Um, but they've got a fuzz that's based on the fuzz tone. They've got an overdrive, a distortion, a chorus, and the delay. And they seem pretty cool. They also seem kind of like, um, who's it for? I don't know. It's it's like mm. the the retro aesthetic is very cool. I like the the look and everything, and and the maestro name is a cool thing for sure. However, um, I don't. This it's just not for me. I guess I don't know. I'm kind of like nobody's been waiting around for maestro to come back. Mm, okay. In my opinion, but um, yeah. So there's a whole. I mean, there's a whole lineup. Whole fucking lineup. Yeah, whole fucking lineup, and they sound good. Like there's there's not, not like a bad thing about them. It's just, and we'll get into this a little bit later in the show. Um, I find, and, and I've kind of talked about this when we produce the podcast. Guitar news and like, excuse me, like pedal news, amp news needs to be like really exciting for me to want to talk about it, you know? And this is like, oh, cool, a chorus pedal, a distortion pedal, a delay. And there's, as far as like each individual product goes, they just do what they say on the tin. Yeah. And that's cool. But I'm not like, holy shit, this is the greatest advancement in whatever in whatever. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, um, it it is tough. So, So now I'm in my head, I'm like, trying to decide if I want to talk about the maestro thing or if I want to talk about the greater issue that you just brought up. <laughs> well, let's save the greater issue okay. because that's like sort of our that's chat sort of for it. later. Yeah, okay. About this, um, it's a, it's yet another one of these, uh, you know, repeated form factor. Here, we've got your mm-hmm. your every, every bit of pedal that you're going to need, although there's just a bunch of distortions and then a chorus and a delay. That's not every bit of pedal, yeah. but but you know, it's like it's like you would buy but they're the all whole like the set, same, you know. Yeah, they're all the same case. They all have three knobs. They all have a switch. switch. They, they all mini switch, and they they do some cool stuff. But yeah, it's but, so, so like is people this, who is have been like waiting who want to buy a chorus pedal haven't been waiting for the maestro. Well, right, and and it is so <laughs> it it strikes me as being like a boss kind of situation where maybe yeah you know um I, I just don't. It it's not exciting. It's fine, I guess. Mm-hmm. But there isn't that's any. The there isn't like, anything that's like a standout feature or any of that nonsense either. It's just that here's the whole lineup. Well, now we're here too. The, the distortion has a noise gate in it. Okay. 
Uh, well, okay. Okay. You could you could Fine. fuck that up. Also, like not a not a must have feature for distortion pedals, right? It's not like yeah. if oh, well, this one doesn't have a noise gate, so forget it. Most of them don't right. have that. So um, yeah, it's not like this is going to be the only distortion. It, once people hear it, what a noise gate sounds like, this will be the only distortion anybody uses. Yeah. <laughs> so not quite. Uh, yeah, it, it's who's it for? It's it's it, like you said, it's fine. We're here too. Mm-hmm. And I the the prevailing feeling I get about like keeping up with guitar news is just a constant like unrelenting. We're here too from a bunch of brands, right? And mm, we're sort yeah. of like dipping into this topic for later, but um well, actually let me take a peek at our notes. Should we just talk about this now? I mean, well, the only other thing is really Pedal Genie. So like, do you want to get into this? Well, I can I can uh we can talk about the um Candy Apple. Yeah, okay. Um so so okay. So the there yeah, what the the Maestro original collection Blah blah blah. Um, yeah, it's like oh, cool, new pedals, great. Like I'm, I'm yeah. a, I'm a believer of like any guitar is good guitar, right? Yeah. Any, any gear is good gear. Like just give, give all to me. I need it all, right? I love right. the consumption of all this stuff. However, I'm just sort of like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's yeah. a pedal lineup, and move yep. on. Move on. Um, okay, <laughs> so do you want to let? Do you want to throw in a pedal genie ad and talk about Candy Apple? Yes, and I also demo? have a, a I have a pedal here that's not from Pedal Genie that I want to talk about also. Okay, um, so well, we'll do that. Let's tackle that then. Um, get your what are we doing? What did we decide? Oh, um, Eric said the the gift call for tonight is ice cream. Ice cream gifts. Ice cream gifts. Here we go. Pedal Genie is like the Netflix of guitar pedals. Rent any pedal you want for as long as you want, for one low monthly price. Shipping is included and there are no late fees or time limits. With over 1,500 pedals to try from nearly 100 different manufacturers, Pedal Genie definitely has the gear you want to try. Subscriptions start with Flex at just $19.95 a month. Try out one pedal at a time for as long as you want. Send it back when you're ready for the next one. For only $39.95 a month, the standard subscription includes shipping, so you could have a different pedal every few days. If one isn't enough for you, Pedal Genie Pro gets you three pedals at a time for only $64.95 a month. Shipping included. There's a subscription for everyone and best of all, your first month is free. If you find the pedal of your dreams, the one you just have to keep Pedal Genie will offer you a buyout option. Prices vary with the length of your membership and the type of pedal, but you'll definitely get an awesome price for the pedal in your hand. So head to pedalgenie.com to fill up your wish list with pedals, and they'll send out your first pedal ASAP. Pedal Genie, all your pedal wishes granted. <laughs> He's cooling himself off. Oh my god! So Ice cream it. everywhere. I I love this thing of new gifts each episode. Oh yeah. And if you're if you're in the chat early, you get to call what it is this week that we're going to be looking for in the gifts. So this week it was ice cream, I see and the, I'm glad the glad pricing on Pedal Genie's website finally updated. Oh, good. So now it's accurate. Yes, if, if you wanted to save some money on Pedal Genie, do it last year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> When's the best time to invest in Pedal Genie? Yesterday. Yeah. But the second best time is is today. Um, Pedal Genie's fine, but we don't have any pedals today. However. Yeah, I had the candy apple forever. 
Yeah, I had I kept had it. one forever too, and I was yeah, doing nothing. And I with sent it, it I back, forgot. and then there was like there was a holiday on Monday, so the mail was delayed. Like it was just a whole thing. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, the candy apple fuzz. We did a live stream demo that's up on YouTube now, we sure and did. you can just go uh, watch that DVR style, and it's cool. It's a fuzz. It's kind of big, muffy. It's kind of its own thing. Um, Mine had really seen some action. It was very yep. beat up, and the labels were all worn off and stuff. But I thought it sounded pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think, I don't think it's like the ideal fuzz for me, but it was certainly a fun hang. Yeah, it was. It was pretty cool. So I did that. I did that demo mix today, and um, cool. and recorded it. And that's going to be a Patreon exclusive. That's going to go up uh, as soon as I finish editing it. But it, um, I did a mix in UAD Luna. So it's another that goes like almost 50 minutes because I was like <laughs> finding my way around a new system. And um, we'll see if those, if I keep doing those recordings, if they get any shorter, but um, yeah. it really doesn't take me that long to do a quick mix like that when I am not doing some experiment, like, yeah. li- you know, live recording new software, with yeah. unscripted with new software. Uh, but anyway, it's sort of an, a little crack at something. Anyway, I think it sounds cool. You, you had said something to me about, like if the bass doesn't work, like yeah. So I was like, if the or... bass is too wild, just like skip it, right? Because it's a guitar pedal. But I I always like to with drives and stuff. I like to try yeah. them on bass at least. And I was set up in here with the Rev D20, which is not a bass amp, but I mm-hmm. still ran my bass through it anyway. And did the whole thing with that because um, yeah. you in the past when I've used the Rev, I've also had my Helix here to run bass uh, when okay. I, when it's time for that, and I forgot it in the basement. So, <laughs> um, and you were gonna go to the fucking basement. Well, like, I was like on break. stream, you know, like I couldn't. I'd be like, I'll be right back, guys. <laughs> so, but it, it was a friggin' wild tone. Like it was just all over the place. So, did you use it? Oh yeah, yeah. I okay. had to. I, I found. I, I wanted to. I actually turned the lows down on it a bit. Yeah, it was wild. <laughs> it, was it was all big, over the place. It was big, and I think it's also because the pedal itself, like the guitars, had quite a bit of. Th- thickness and and they weren't um like the main rhythm guitars were on the darker side i think mm-hmm. um so yes. so yeah anyway but it was it was interesting um but i have it you want to every, hey everybody do you want to hear it i want to hear it all right frig Fucking kid! <laughs> the kid throwing up the the metal horns. Oh my god! It's the it's the attitude, right? It's the it is. the look away and just the it's the. Fucking he gives no shits, forever. man. Yeah, um, it's a huge sounding pedal. I got is. my Sounds my great. slide just lives here on my desk for some reason, mm-hmm. and um, sometimes I just feel like need a little slide in my life and I'm yeah. really bad at it but it's sometimes fun oh, to put in cool. these like it's like cool. sweeping kind of lines so there's one slide track and then that's doubled with uh just guitar octave like power chord type things so right on really cool yes um okay so yes, there's dude. A, there's another pedal um you don't have anything this week you said I don't have well cuz I <laughs> I literally forgot to send the other pedal back. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> until like 2 days ago so so um I bought 
a um, King Tone Duelist. Okay. Which is an overdrive, a, a dual overdrive from King Tone. I don't know what you want me to say. <laughs> <laughs> it's, um, <laughs> what do you fucking want from me? <laughs> what do you fucking want? So it's, uh, it's fucking great. That's all I can tell you. I did not pay that Shit. dollar amount. I, I got it. Um, I traded some things. So I, I, I had the Keeley Fuzzbender. Wow. That I was like enjoying, but like not in love with. So I traded uh-huh. that towards it. And I also had an EHX memory toy that I got rid of to go towards this and had a gift card to the guitar shop. So I was like, fuck it, let's go. Yeah. And got a great deal on this thing. A little hard to find sometimes, a little pricey on reverb, but man, it fucks. It is so good. <laughs> so it, it's great. It's um so the A side, the string singer side is like a tube screamer thing, but mm-hmm. it's a little modified and it doesn't have that like honky tube screamer thing that a lot of people dislike. Uh, And then the heavy hand side is like a a blues breaker, Marshall blues breaker style, but it brings the beef. And each side has a volume and a tone. You can run them individually or together. And then each side also has a three-way toggle for the stock setting, a fat setting, or a glass setting, which is like brilliant and sparkly and high-endy. So okay. Uh, and then it's just like a friggin' monster of tone. Like there's so much gain on tap. It's surprising, but it doesn't get out of control and collapse in on itself and get that weird kind of over, like, like that overloaded kind of sound. It really stays away from, which mm-hmm. I'm super into. So nice. um, I've got everything. I'm going to dial up everything here at noon. Uh, and then both sides are set to the stock mode. So uh, anyway, here's my clean tone. My bypass tone, that's probably what I should say, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, string singer side, drive at noon, tone at noon. I'm playing on my Les Paul. Going through the rev. So if I move that to the glass side, everything else is the same. Removes a lot of the lows, really sparkly, chimey mm-hmm. high end. Mm-hmm. Move that over to the fat side. The thicker bottom. Yeah. Uh, and then drive B, which is the heavy hand side, stock setting. That's like such a me tone. I fucking love it. That's the stock mode. Here's the glass mode. And then the fat mode. It's great. And then you can run both together. And then, of course, because each side has its own switches, that you can needs run, a like, noise gate in it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a little. We're buzzing here, but there's yeah. a lot of shit on my desk right now. So. <laughs> But because they both have the fat stock and glass not, uh, switch, you can have like 
the heavy hand in the fat mode and the oh, tube screamer side in the glass mode and stuff, and then really change them up. Um, so I, I've been kind of dialing the gain well below noon because that's a lot of drive right yeah. there at, at 12 o'clock. So I've been kind of boosting the tone on each of them and then using the mini toggles to sort of sculpt to taste. And that that switch changes a lot depending on which guitar I'm using. So I'm using a brighter like Fender-style guitar. I might use the fat mode, but with the Les Paul, the fat mode is a little bit too fat. Hmm. <laughs> so you hear that? You yeah, hear a little that? too fat. But I'm in love with this thing, and it's a uh, it's a keeper. It's a total like everything I buy from now on is going to be compared to this. <laughs> like every drive will be compared to this. Wow. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm typing a thing. Anyway, too fat. That's what we said, right? <laughs> but it's cool to have one side, like two sides in this one pedal. You can have one kind of like a, a crunchy kind of breakup thing, and then the other just scorching and really friggin' go to town. Mm-hmm. And and you've got the three combinations there as well, which is wicked. Right on. Right on. It's the duelist. Fucking A right. Yeah. And Music Mill had it. You don't see him in stores very often, so I was like, oh, damn it. <laughs> and I walked in. I was like, "Let's let's do a thing." So, yeah, this it, is man. a dirt pedal. <laughs> it's a dirt pedal for sure. I'm really into it. I'm I'm loving it. And it, it interacts well with like all my other gear. Like boosts treat it really well and stuff. So it's a cool thing. Yeah, cool. I dig it. I dig it. So um, it looks like next on our list um, is just disc- it's just chit chat. It's just a lot of chit chat. Yeah. So yeah, here, here's um, another sound. Here's the sound. Here's another okay. sound. This one I dug out. I don't know what you're going to make of this. Boy, that's a me demo if there ever was one, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I have no idea. So that's uh, the file name says SSBS Mini. What does that mean? Oh, small sound, big sound mini. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, I used to have one of those and sold it. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that's the overdrive pedal that I used on the Delaney EP. Ah, well, this is probably why it sounds so Delaney. <laughs> yeah, that's probably why it sounds like me. <laughs> yeah. Nice. That's a cool pedal. I just, it was, um, I just wanted some other stuff, you know? Like a duelist, for example. Yeah, I sold that away after. What did I get instead? I don't know. Um, oh, you know what it was? I, I kind of switched things around, had the 1981. Oh, right. And I was using the the Mythos Mjolnir and stuff, which I still have, killer pedal. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the Walrus Audio Ages, like because those together all sounded amazing, like stacked. Right. And the Mini was just off the board for a really long time, and I wasn't missing it, which is usually my sign gotcha. that it's okay to let something go. Yeah. Yeah. 
So anyway. Sweet dude. Um, so chit-chat. anyway. Chit-chat. So, okay. Want to talk about the gear we had as kids? Yeah, um, which I think can segue into a bit of like probably the gear probably maybe extend. Yeah, uh, and to circle back to like what we were talking about earlier right. with like the industry maybe a little bit. So yeah, what how did, did you this, have? How did this come up? So I I had asked in the chat like, what do you guys want us to talk about? Hey, I, please you know, make a podcast for us. Yeah, yeah, because I'm a little distracted. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Eric had mentioned something like, um, you know, like talk about. I think he said like with the first couple of pieces of gear you had, yeah. like when you first started playing, I was like, that's cool. Yeah, that's fun. Um, Cause once I remember feeling like when you get good enough at your instrument to be dangerous and you kind of like start looking into gear, it's like, this is, it's the wild west, you know, mm-hmm. there's so much and you're broke when you're a kid and you really want it to go a long and, way. And, and you don't have any idea what it is necessarily. Like, yeah. And it kind of, you know, it defines something about you and your playing. But yeah, you're not sure what. So my first guitar was a bass. It was, it was that bass right there. Yeah, I still have it. Um, and I was in sixth grade. How old are kids when they're in sixth grade? Uh, I'm bad at that kind of thing. Yeah, me too. So eleven. That might be right. So. Yeah, so my my folks got that bass for me and um this little bass cube thing, it was this amp that was like a cube-shaped Roland mm-hmm. bass amp thing. And I still have that actually. It's well, you know what? I could probably reach it. He can reach it everybody. Oh shit. I saw this in the video that you mentioned last oh, yeah. episode. So it, it's not an amp anymore, but this was Yeah, it. look at that thing. Um, <laughs> and the thing is, it's just a speaker box now because I didn't, mm-hmm. the, the amp was was a cheap little piece of garbage, right? Yeah, it's just a little practice it's a amp thing. thing. Yeah. So, so I took it out and um, the only thing that was left was this little, because this is actually all just a sealed box. And there was ah, a little, okay. um, this is all cobwebby back here. I hope the camera isn't noticing that. <laughs> but like, there's still sh- there's still like some shielding left on here, shielding tape from when the piece was in here. But I just put a little piece of wood and then put a jack there so I could just jack right into the speaker. Cool. Just soldered that into the wires. So, yeah, so now it's just a bass speaker. And I just, um, so when I'm like playing something that needs a bass speaker sound, I'll plug one of these amps into it. Usually the bottom one. Is that chunkier. the same speaker that was in it when yep. you got it? Yeah. Oh, cool. Okay. Because it's the right only on. bass speaker I have, right? The other, everything yeah. else is guitar speakers, which sometimes sound cool on bass, but the, the resonance is a little different. And mm-hmm. yeah, so I have I was curious if you had upgraded the it. guitar speakers too for, for a vintage 30 and it's fine, mm-hmm. but it's kind of a different <laughs> thing. Um, but no, no, no. It's just whatever was in there. I don't even know what it is. Because it's a sealed, because I never even looked at it. Yeah, you never, I thought because, you maybe had upgraded the speaker as well. No, I'd have to take the front off, which I never did. Yeah. I just, when I opened the back up, I thought maybe I'd get a peek at the label. But it's I, probably it was just all some sealed, house brand. and I was like, well, I'm not going to yeah. cut it. That's fucking great that it's sealed. So, yeah, I'm sure yeah. it's it's whatever. Um, but it's fine. Um, that's cool. Yeah. That's cool. When So, and when did you branch to guitar? Oh, um, a long, long time after that. So I, I, I sort of like played around. 
the 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 bands that I was in at that time was was like a really bad joke, and uh, <laughs> it was like I don't think I even really played this bass in a in a band that ever did any like they never completed a song, much less played a mm, show or anything. Okay. You know what I mean? And then. Yeah. Um, and then I was I was the singer of some bands in the in the screamo era, okay. Uh, in high school, and then um, after that I played. After that I did play this bass in a metal band, which was fun. And that was that was like so that was sort of the the realest band at the time. And then after that. Um, that's when the speed of film started when when I left that band. So that's when I I got a guitar. I got the um, Korean made Telecaster that uh, slowly got its parts swapped until it became that Telecaster. But only yeah. the only the neck pickup is is part is <laughs> <laughs> only the neck pickup is from the original what is first that, guitar um, I had. What is that thought experiment? Is it the ship of Theseus? Oh, no, no. It, uh, well, I don't know. Maybe it is. I think, you replace um, every board in the ship, and eventually, yeah, is it, the same is it ship? eventually still the same ship or not? Like right. all the members of Taking Back Sunday eventually, <laughs> like left. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Basically that. So yeah. yeah. So so when I wasn't, I was like, I left that band. I wasn't playing bass, so I was like, I have to do this on my own, I guess. <sighs> so I'll just like be the singer and a guitar player. And I got a guitar, and I got an Ampeg V4. I had a V4B yeah, as my that. bass amp, and it was a kick-ass bass amp. It was, it was so heavy, though. It weighed, seriously, 80 pounds. <laughs> and, um, and I had 810 cab, and it was awful. But it was cool, but it was awful. And I so, remember that thing. It sounded fucking killer. It, but. it was so meaty. It wasn't that loud for a bass amp because it was only a 100 watts tube, but um, which is not that much for bass. But anyway, yeah. um, so then I got this V4B and I got all this other stuff. So I had that. That's when I, I got my first guitar way late, way late. Like hmm. in my, I was like out of college. I was like done. I was like in my 20s. Hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, I've had a lot of gear over the years. My first guitar, I still have, we were just talking about this the other day. I still have my first three guitars. Mm hmm. Uh, my first guitar was my acoustic that is an Alvarez, like kind of entry-level acoustic with a cutaway and some crummy piezo pickup in it. Um, it is it truly the gateway to like all of my guitar learning when I was a kid. Yeah. And it doesn't sound awesome, uh -huh. but it's on every recording I've ever made. So like every <laughs> studio recording I've ever done that involves acoustic it is the one that we always go with because it just sounds a little better recorded than everything else. It's super weird. So it's great. I, I'll have it for a long time, I'm sure. It's it's all dinged up and worn and in weird places and stuff. And it's it was a gift for my parents uh, when I was in eighth grade. So however old you are in eighth grade. <laughs> well, if, um, I, if in sixth grade I was 13, 11, then in eighth grade you must be 13. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then my, I got an electric after that, which was an Epiphone Les Paul from the early nineties. I still have that. That's kind of been sacrificed for parts and stuff over the years. Um, mm -hmm. cool guitar needs a lot of work, plays pretty good. Like I'm still, I picked it up the other day actually, uh, based on this chat that we were having and, um, it's, 
It's good. Like if you put some nice pickups in there and gave it a good setup, like it'd be off to the races with that thing. And yeah. then after that, I got my my American standard Strat. Like I went really zero to sixty on on gear and like saved <laughs> a bunch of money. For it. Yeah, went straight for an American made Fender, and I still have that guitar, and it it kicks many butts. Um, <laughs> after that, I had like a few other odds and ends. This was so I, I went to like college with those three guitars, and I had those until I was like done with school pretty much. Um, let's see. I, I had an Epiphone dot for a little while, like a 335 style. Yeah. I had a G and L ASAT, um, which is a Tele type model from oh, G and L right. instead of Fender. I had a Mexican strat with a new pickup in it that you installed <laughs> in your living room. Where um, else are you going to do it? Yeah. I mean, why not? <laughs> um, and then at some point I got my black telly, which I still have. And then, yeah, right. At some point I got all the guitars I currently own still, right? So yeah. um, the black telly, the PRS, um, this Les Paul, the orange telly, which came pretty, re- like, more recently. That was when I lived in this house. So um, my blue telly I built as a parts caster and stuff. Um, pink telly, also a parts caster. Um, that's it. I got a bass at some point when I was God, I after forgot college. About a lot of these guitars. Yeah. <laughs> you have two I was actually guitars. just saying, I know. I was just saying, like, I wouldn't mind <laughs> owning fewer guitars, but I do really like the ones I have. So nothing, there's not much in my collection yeah. that's like, eh, I could get rid of that because I do really enjoy them all. So, you know. Anyway, so the, the oh, <laughs> anyway. and my, I had um, actually in this closet across the room from me is my first practice amp, which was a little Fender. Uh, Frontman 15, a 15 watt solid state uh, thing with like an eight inch speaker. So cool. Yeah. And I had some like, <laughs> I had like a DS1, I had a Wah, which I had a Wah until like not that long ago, the, uh, the Vox Wah. Um, yep. Some of the first pedals I had were like a Boss Phaser. Actually, my small clone, which is still on a pedal board down here on the floor, currently the oldest pedal I own. <laughs> Or well, that's not true. The pedal I've had the longest, I should say. Um, oh, okay. A lot, a lot of lot of pedals over the years. Um, the Gonculator is older technically, but I haven't had yeah. it as long. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, just like pedals, just like come and go all the time. So it's not really worth keeping track of. <laughs> Although <laughs> I have had the same Voodoo Lab Pedal Power Two power supply since I was like in tenth grade. And wow. Well, it's why not? Still it's kicking ass. Yeah, it runs my. There's nothing HX in there board. that has to ever fail. It's awesome. Yeah. Use it all, every day. It's great. Um, so anyway, like the other part of this conversation, I guess, was um, yeah, like like the the switch towards like approaches to gear or. Well, okay. So, um, so what, what what I was thinking. So, you said you were searching for ideas, and this was sort of the one. Like, talk about our early gear, and I was like, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's one thing. That's like a little bit of a story. But the thing that that makes me think of is what's changed about maybe the world of guitar mm-hmm. gear, and with I, obviously it's through the lens of how we see it. Um, but I, but it made me think like when I got that first bass, you know, like my dad helped me find it. Um, but I have a, my memory is that he was actually trying to convince me to get a different one. Mm. There was another one. It was at a different music shop and it was, it was like this black kind of strat shaped 
space, but it wasn't, it was like, I don't know what, it, you know, was I don't know what brand it Demons? was. It could have been Ibanez oh, or Fender. something. No, it okay. wasn't a Fender. You know, it was like something else. And I didn't like something about it. And he thought it was the strings. Like he thought the strings didn't mm. feel as nice, but all we do is put the same strings that are on this, on, on that j- jazz mm-hmm. bass on there and it'll, and it'll feel good to you. And he was like trying to convince me. And he thought it was a better deal. Like ah, it was cheaper, but the he quality it, for dollars. Right. And he thought it was a better value for the for the price that they wanted for it, and he thought basically this Fender, this Mexican Fender jazz bass, was a little overpriced for for what mm-hmm. it was. And I was a kid, and I was like, basically, it feels a little better in my hand, but also like the way it looked, I was like, that's the bass that I picture when I want a bass. And, and when you're a kid, looks are. Yeah. yeah, it had nothing to do with what functionally you couldn't convince me that there was something better about this other base, even if there was. And of course now, so the you know now I, I stretch that out, and now I understand what a jazz base is and how it's mm. different from every other base, and how the pickup arrangement is, and how there are mm-hmm. you know this makes a sound that no other base makes. Correct. Um, it also can't make a sound that many other bases can. It can't do can. a P bass, right. Right, yeah. you know? And yeah. in a sense, a P bass would have been a better choice for a studio, but like, I didn't know anything about that. And, right. but now, so so I have this like, this two-sided thing. I have my memory of what this bass is and what it was when I got it. And then, mm. you know, now when I think about things, it's, I have a totally, totally different perspective. And now it's like, not even just as a player, like I'm thinking about, what if I if I get an instrument, I'm thinking about making sure it's versatile instead yes. of something like in your setting, yes, right, you know, yeah. Um, there's some good chat going on here in Discord. Yeah. Um, Doug says he thinks the gear world has gotten a lot more complicated and asks for more in-depth knowledge from average users. Um, Do you think that though? Navigate. Because now we have we have the internet in a way that we didn't like when when all yeah, this I don't stuff- know. Like, has the baseline of complication gone up because of internet? I don't know. But, like... Isn't it easier to figure out, though? Maybe. Yeah, it's hard to say. Like, I'm so... Like I said earlier, I'm so deeply entrenched in guitar and guitar news and gear and all this stuff. Not only because of the podcast. This is just who I am. It's the type of news that I enjoy following. Uh, It's why we started the podcast. (laughs) Um. Every few months, I am just so exhausted by all of it. Yeah. Right? In, in a really weird way where, it, like, in the Maestro thing is a good example where it's like, oh, great, more pedals. <laughs> Fucking just more. Like, whatever. Right. And, that, and that's what we do. We call it up, and the first thing I'm thinking is, like, what's the feature here? The feature of those, apparently, is that they're all shaped the same. And it completes Or, or set, a vintage you know? brand. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Well, I guess there's that. It's like if Supro made a bunch of stuff that sounded like everything else, but it's Supro. Yeah, and, which they do. <laughs> that's, that's probably why it came to mind. <laughs> yeah, they're they're convincing and, me in the chat. By the way, I don't want you guys to think that I think you're not that I think you're wrong about the internet making things more complicated instead of less complicated. I was just hoping the internet. Yeah, <laughs> it has certainly led to like this cork sniffing factor. <laughs> for sure. Like, absolutely. That's such a good image. <laughs> gonna walk Cork sniffing. The shop. We're going to see these maestro things and be like, <laughs> yeah. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck is this? Right. And I don't know, man. It's just something's really got to have a killer feature or be truly unique or like something about it has to be like, wow, yeah. look at this. Yeah. For me to even 
give a single shit and put it on our podcast, right? And I wanted to talk about the maestro thing kind of for this reason because it's a microcosm. Right, it, it, well, it's not. It's not a microcosm. That's what, what am I thinking? It's just an example. It's an example of every yeah. third, like every three or four episodes. It's like unless there was a bunch of stuff that all happened and you can pick out a few favorites. It's just like, what are we going to talk about? Yeah. What right. Like, we, and, oh, and, you know, and, and because this industry preys so heavily on nostalgia, it's like, what's left. So much right? of it the, is that. Yeah. So much of it is that. And, and John Mayer said in some interview about like why he left Fender and talking about all that. Yeah. He pointed out that like this industry is like romanticizing like car and surf culture still. You know, it in there are these <laughs> <laughs> And then there he goes are and these, makes an album that's a total homage oh, to the eighties. Uh, right. <laughs> yes. There are these brands though that are like there's plenty of brands that are pushing things, right? You look at Strandberg or Mayonnaise or or just or Linesex or like did what did you just say mayonnaise? May- mayonnaise? Mayonnaise? Is mayonnaise, mayonnaise. an instrument? <laughs> it's an instrument. <laughs> Do you know what I mean though? Like there's other things out there, but they're all like, they're so typically pushed towards like prog rock and metal and all these things that are just like pigeonholing and yeah, I don't know. Like it's like Fender. We released the Telecaster again <laughs> and it's better than it was last time and you'll just have to believe us. And I, I don't know. It's, this is such a weird problem, but it's still kind of a problem. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I just kind of wait, like I'm hungry for something awesome to happen in the guitar industry. And every now and then it does, right? Things like products like Helix or Kemper. Um, I was really excited. I am still really excited about the Rev D20 because it's got the two notes thing. Like that stuff is yes. killer. In- that's innovations the stuff that's exist. like, Wow. Yeah. Yes. Um, Innovations exist, and it still has like vintage tones or whatever. (laughs) Well, it's it saved what was good about it because because uh, you know you said uh, preying on nostalgia. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry, Listen, my friend Jesus played a butterscotch deli. (laughs) That just got me real good. So okay, go ahead. Um, Yeah. The uh, so so you said something earlier. uh, the the industry preys on nostalgia. Yeah, on nostalgia. Um, because that's yeah. that's what it is. It's it's like it's like hunting. You know, it, it, it's like put mm. they put the scent on and they're going to lure you in for the kill, right? Um, but there are there are things that are good. So so the whole the trick, I think. Uh, um, well, it, it's weird because when when we were kids, we didn't have any money. It was just like you get a thing. And then yeah. I remember like getting old enough to start to be able to realize that, wait a second, like my crap, my shitty bands sounds shitty. Our guitars sound like shit. And we have these cheapy little amps, but they say Marshall on them, but they're mm. solid state amps, right? And then when we yeah, go to the show yeah. and we open for this other band, they have a real JCM 2000, which was the yeah. fucking shit at that era, by the way. <laughs> oh, it was the it biggest was the shit. Biggest it was shit. <laughs> it was like, you have the JCM 2000? Oh. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. You know? And Tone then a few years, City. A few yes. years later, it was like, oh, a JCM 2000? I got the Mesa uh-huh. dual rectifier. You know, and everything. Yeah, right. So, Were you so, even in a band in 2008 <laughs> if you didn't have a Mesa dual rectifier? But, but, yeah. So, so I remember like being there and like, <laughs> I think my shit sounds cool when we're all playing together. And then we go open up a, a show at some, you know, 
Elks Lodge or some shit where the, you know where, <laughs> yeah. where kid bands play, and yes. the 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 band that's like the big band on the bill has the JCM two thousands, and it's like a hundred and fifty percent different. And it's not just yeah. that they're much better at their instrument, which they fucking are. Okay, yes. but it's but it's totally different. And then it was like, oh shit, you can't get this for five hundred dollars. You have to spend. $1,500 on the real deal shit with the real deal cab, right? And then, totally. okay, so, but then the industry progresses and then things go in, in different directions and pretty soon there's a triple rectifier and then there's all this, <laughs> and it's like, do we, but do yeah. you need the watts, you know? And then we start shrinking <laughs> yeah. and then it's It's, it's a hundred watt tube head, yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, it's a 150 <laughs> watt tube head. It's like, do you needed yeah. more than, a hundred watts happened to you and you were like, no, 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 this nah. will not do. So, <laughs> rectum fryer. <laughs> that better be your name by the time I get to the end of this, buddy. <laughs> so anyway, um, uh, uh, I totally forgot what I was saying now because <laughs> rectum fryer. <laughs> do, do you feel what I'm saying though? Like, and, and then um, I do. At, at yeah, I know point, what you mean. Um, it, at some point, uh, I have the knowledge and. And then I start to see it. Oh, it's just it's just a pattern of, well, this is the new thing that does all the same shit. Well, the Rev D20 yeah. is not a new thing that does all the same shit. It's also not the hand-wired version of the Vox mm. or whatever, right? Where for $800 more, you can get one that's built worse, you know? But, <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. that's what it is. Like, yeah. you can get one that has the, probably sounds the same, but ultimately, if it's different, it's because it has more self-noise. That's what that's what happens when you hand wire things. Okay, mm -hmm. like, sorry everybody. And then, <laughs> uh, so so, uh, uh, and and so, but the, but then we have the rev. You know, something that's actual innovation. The rev D twenty actually isn't overdone. Um, it contains yeah. parts that are usable and just the parts that are usable and good. The best things from both of the worlds, right? Correct. And yes. and, and and in a world where Helix. And shit like that is getting good enough that it almost doesn't matter. You still find a thing that has value to somebody like you who has the ability to, to discern that. That is... The, the chat uh, is just... <laughs> We're talking about rectums now. Justin took his headphones off, guys. What have you done? Okay. I agree with everything you just said. Um, All right. Let's there's, end the show. There's the... <laughs> That's the thing though. Like it's it's just I get really excited about like the duelist, right? Like yeah. this is a pedal that has a sound in it that I um I don't want to say I've been chasing it, but it has qualities. It feels yeah. a certain way under my pick where I'm like, this is it, right? I didn't know I want was kind of after this kind of thing, but like, yeah, this is a good one. And Everybody has their own personal end game. I think to think there is an end game is a joke. It's a fucking flaw in the system. Like you cannot, <laughs> this does not end, right? To just, <laughs> you're better off. Fuck's embarrassing. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> it's a very, Guys, you got to get it. You got to get it in Discord. It's amazing here. Oh my God. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, to say. Totally. Totally. Like just everything's good enough for now, right? Someday we're going to look back on Helix and think of it as the friggin' pod farm. You know what I mean? There's going to, these things are going to change. So this is sort of a different point, but I'm just routinely every four or five, six months, just so tired of all of it. <laughs> <laughs> and, 
And that's when when our conversation is, maybe this is the episode where we don't talk about guitars. Maybe. Because it's just like, oh, you know, like what? And and I get it. Like the Les Paul, it shouldn't change. I'm going to, I'm coming out and I'm saying that. Like, yeah, the Strat, the Tele, (laughs) Jazzmaster, whatever. Those things don't have to change. But like, there can be more. You know what I mean? Yeah. There can be other stuff because there is always a market for the super accurate vintage spec shit. Yeah. But you can do more. And it's not just about like new woods or new colors or new pickups or anything like that. Just we need to, I think as an industry, need to like get away from just this romanticized vintage is better thing. Uh huh. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And ha- and and half the time it's not. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of old like, shit that's broken. You know, you guys. It's, if you start getting in deep with like 59 Les Pauls, right? This is like the peak of vintage gear. Decidedly, just the best guitars ever. But once you like, because <laughs> I did a, it's over. You're done. But that's the how thing. many you're saying that? Like that is the yeah. whole point, right? Is if if that's the best guitar ever, hang it up. Yeah, and the fact that but, you didn't, even Gibson but, didn't, mm-hmm. proves it. So, yeah, but you talk about like vintage PAFs in those guitars, right? That and you, once you start kind of like learning okay. more about it, and I've done this pretty recently, yeah. plenty of people out there confirm not all PAFs are created equal. Some of them are real dogs, and like they're not great. I think that happens just a because lot. the older you get, it happens the more all the time. Out of spec things could be right. Or the tolerances yeah. weren't oh, as tight yeah. back then. And so it was really like a matter of, yeah, but, uh, you know, 30% of them are lemons or something. Right. And it's this whole like, well, it's a PAF though. Well, sure. It doesn't mean it's now, airtight. Like, yes, there's great ones. Idiot. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's great ones, of course. But they're not all great. They're not all perfect. So I don't know. I feel like I'm kind of spiraling <laughs> a little bit. But I also like have... I've been trying to find of a way to bring this up on the podcast for sure a year, like a long time. And it's because just, it sounds like we're it's because to bring it up sounds like we're bitching about the thing that we signed up to do. One hundred percent. And I am right? very aware of like guitar media is bad, and I'm here as a guitar media person. <laughs> guitar like, media totally is know. bad. Sign up for our Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> I was like scrolling through my usual places looking for news for this episode. And all the places were just full of like, oh my God, like I don't care. I just don't care about this. <laughs> oh, here's yeah. an article on some retro, some vintage friggin' Firebirds. That's yeah. it. Like they're just, oh, these Firebirds from the 60s. Cool. Mm-hmm. End of story. Like they're cool guitars. That's it. Why'd you write six pages on it? <laughs> well, but that was a two minute read. Right. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I I hope like my point has come across. I guess. Do you know what I'm? I think it's landing here? from what we see in the in the studio audience. I think. Um, yeah. Uh, there's, I, there's the chat's on fire. There's I have to roll, plenty of back yeah here. yeah totally. There's plenty of good ground for like where it's it's okay to still be part of this and to still be interested and stuff like that. Like mm-hmm. nobody like I'll wake up tomorrow and if I see something about some particular pedal or something like that, like I'm going to, I'm going to look at it 
Oh, um, I look at all of it. Sh- shortly afterwards, it's probably boring and I'm going to move on, right? But occasionally there's one that's like, hey, that's a cool idea or whatever. Mm. Although usually if it's a pedal, I honestly can't be bothered until Derek tells me about it. If Derek picks it out and tells me about it, then I know it's been filtered. <laughs> You're my filter, Derek. <laughs> um, but Happy I can to oblige. T- like, I can see stuff uh, sometimes... Um, amps and guitars and things. I don't know why. Pedals, I can't... The pedal news doesn't flow in my direction, for at least the good stuff. Mm. So... Uh, <laughs> Quantum rectifier. <laughs> Quantum rectifier in the chat. Rectum fryer, yeah. sorry. So close. Yeah. So um, close. So <laughs> it's... Yeah, it's just that, like... What else is there? And, and I saw this... This is not to put orange amps on blast, but, like... They they put out a product in the last two weeks that I almost put in the podcast, but then I was like, well, it's it's kind of just something else, right? It's just something that Victory does, and it's just uh, something that all these other brands do, and it it feels like it's a it's a guitar amp, but in like a pedal enclosure, kind of like your Effectrode, but it's okay. it's a whole amp, you know, um, like it's got a speaker out and everything. <clears throat> so Seymour Seymour Duncan did it. Yeah, except it's tube powered or whatever. So it's like, that's cool. Um, however, plenty of other people have done this, and this product feels to me like it exists only to compete in the market with Victory, right? Or with any other of these similar products. And like, was anyone waiting for Orange to make it? Maybe, but I don't know. And I'm well, not okay, fully okay. convinced. <clears throat> I, I well, I, I can just I can dispute that a little bit because um if if there's and, like yeah, I can one too. or it's, two it's, companies making it, that's probably not enough, right? That's yes. not a healthy market. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you there. Uh, it's just that like, oh, I see. Like the first thing I when I see a new pedal or product or something like this, it, it's if it's not something that's blowing my mind as the first of its kind, it's hard to not immediately be like, what is this in response to? And sure. Which is, and that's, that's just me maybe having yeah. done this podcast for so long and like kind mm-hmm. of seeing the market change so much over the years. But like, so if a company is weird. getting into that, like that's a market segment and it's not like a huge one, but it's a market segment. It's something that technology finally allowed. Mm-hmm. Um, so if they're like the third one to market, then there's something about it that would make somebody choose that over the other one. Yeah. But it's, but it's not what you're saying is like you're seeing that and you didn't put it in the show notes because whatever they have, they, they either didn't think of anything or didn't feel they needed to in order to capture whatever percent of the market they expect to, to stand right. out. And I right? didn't, they, I didn't they, look they at it super closely. enough because it's not that saturated a market or whatever. I'm sure, I'm sure they did their yeah. research. And I didn't look at it very closely because I was just feeling uninspired by the whole thing. Yeah. Um, but I remember, I think we did talk about the Victory version of that a few years ago. And I saw it. And I was like, oh, it's a pedal type thing, but it's an amp. Yeah. And what am I going to say that is not saying it's kind of like that Victory thing? Right. Or it's yeah. kind of this other thing you know about. And right. again, this is not a jab at Orange specifically, but it's just this you see this all the time in, in all kinds of whether it's guitars, pedals, or amps or anything in between. So, like, what do we do about that? And I think it's just sort of how it is now. <laughs> no? Okay, okay. Let me let me try to let me try. Like, to bring I'm, this I'm home. burning out. I'm jaded. Let me, let me try to bring this home a little bit. Um, 
Because I think there is, I've, I was sort of pondering this in the back of my mind the whole time we were just talking. So there's this thing that that uh, stuck out to me. This is weeks ago now, and I've been finding, I've been trying to find the time to bring it up in the in the on the show. Um, and I think this is just something that I observed, and it's possible that it's totally nonsense. So let me, you know, throw it right back at yeah, me. Yeah. Okay. Um, modeling amps. The whole modeling thing has come so, so far, I don't think I can tell the difference, except there's this one thing that modeling amps don't do, and that's they, so far, I don't think I've ever heard one replicate the um, problematic idiosyncrasies of an amp that they sampled. Uh And so what I'm thinking of is I was listening to some Coheed and Cambria record, one of the later half ones. Mm. Um, and I was listening, there was, there was a part where there was just a, a kick-ass guitar riff. Like it just dropped down to the kick-ass guitar riff, right? For a second. Yeah, so you have this clear as day view. This is what the fucking of, guitar of sounds like. Just, this is yeah. the guitar tone, yeah. And and I heard it and I, was, I happened to have my headphones on. I wasn't, you know, I was listening in like a perfect environment. Like I was listening on the good headphones and I was like, mm-hmm. whoa, I hear... There is a there is a resonance in that speaker cab, but only at this certain note when he palm mutes it. So there's this one palm mute that had this little at the end of it, like extra. It's like the sort of thing that would bother me if I was really paying attention to it in editing or something, right? Mm-hmm. It's like there's this one that he hits, and it just kind of sticks out. There's this big resonance around 200 hertz that kind of pops out for a second, and it's louder than the rest of the notes 200 hertz range you know what i mean and i don't hear that in any of these modeling things they would probably tune that right out they would make it perfect right because like you're saying if you feed it the same input it's going to come out the same but in real life that 412 or whatever that they were recording in that room with that mic had this little bump in it at this one thing yeah and it was a it was something that was going to be different if you pulled a different guitar out right and that's on that record and that doesn't happen with the modeling stuff. So there's room for innovation here because we could model the well, fucking bullshit so like, that you would cut out. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> but do you that, want that, to? Like, can you model? Do you want to like have a really accurate model of a technical imperfection? Yeah, and like an idiosyncrasy like that. Um, however, like fractal. if you were to run helix, yeah, like if you were to run a fractal or a helix through a cab and mic that cab and like do all that, right. like that right. could, could still happen, right? You could add some of that so, in. Or, well, yeah. but um, not not fractal, but um, Kemper. So with Kemper, you're sampling an entire chain. So if we did a Kemper to the chain that he recorded that guitar part with, mm-hmm. would we come up with a Kemper profile that had that bump in it, in that right spot? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know enough about how that works. But <clears throat> yeah, so it's just, I, I think... Um, I had this thought a minute ago and I want to see if I can pull it back. But like th- there is more room in our music lives, our guitar lives than uh, tone examples and gear examples from the 60s through the like 80s or whatever you want to like whatever those <laughs> yeah. like vintage years are. Right. There is more out there than just like this is the best Les Paul through a Marshall tone. And we keep going after that instead of like guitar tone doesn't need to stay that way. You know, like there's, I I run into this all the time, especially with stuff like Helix. You can make tones that are technically impossible through traditional rig building. And it's our stupid guitar lizard brains that go like, well, you can't put a speaker before an amplifier. 
well, guess what the fuck what? (laughs) (laughs) You know, and and that's what I mean. Sit down, you idiot. (laughs) Yeah, that's like an impractical example, but Guitar Tone doesn't need to stay stuck in this like golden years approach that so much of the industry is cherishing. Mm-hmm. And I remember asking when we had Fluff on, uh, yeah. gosh, a zillion years ago, I had asked him, and and this is probably before Helix, but as we get into modeling, are we going to start uh, like technical, like prog metal and shit like that? Like, are tones going to be getting into a space where they are unachievable by traditional tube amps, analog gear? And will know. that we, finally be the nail in the coffin? Will that right? be the thing that eventually is like, well, you know, I, I see this in Helix groups I'm a part of. People are always talking about accuracy. Um, and every now and then there's a post that's like, no one's really talking about like if the tone is good or not. <laughs> <laughs> we should probably leave it there. Yeah. Let's, yeah. Uh, Guys, this has been a then. great, this has been a great, ep- <laughs> no, this is perfect. This has been a great episode. And I want to thank everybody for hanging out in the chat. And, um, <laughs> I, I hope you Eric's had- asking, are we going to be hunting down 2008 strats in 2077? <laughs> <laughs> no, you idiot. 2009 strats. <laughs> Don't be a dummy. Yeah, you oh, fucking gosh. moron. Okay. So, um, if you like the show, we want to hear from you. And uh, I would love for you to write a review in your podcast app. Spotify has just in the last maybe four to six weeks, finally added reviews right in their app. So if you're listening on Spotify, you can look at your app right now and push the button to review. That is a brand new review platform, so we need to add some reviews to it for the tone control. Um, Please do that. I would love to get a bunch more stuff going on YouTube because we're starting to put a lot more there. And obviously over the past several months, we've been uh, making the the show more, more video friendly because I do kind of think that that's the way this is all headed. Um, since we all have 5G and shit now. So anyway. So um, you can come to discord.io. I'm going to start again. You can come to discord.io <laughs> slash tone control and uh, join us in Discord, see what all the fuss is about. Discord's totally free. And if you want to support the show, um, which you definitely should because we are very good and you should want to make good stuff better. Uh, go to patreon.com slash the tone control. And for as little as a dollar a month, you can um, help us uh, produce the show and uh, at least help us feel good about producing the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you want to uh, donate uh, two or more dollars per month, you'll be a supporter plus, uh, i.e. the royal we. And you get a special role in Discord where you can join us and throw ice cream gifts into the chat when we record the show, although it'll be different on whatever day you turn up. Um, the Patreon supporters <laughs> that we thank this week include Carson Ricketts, Nick Greenwood, Timmy S., Matthew Fenslaw, Ryzen Wolf, Jamie Evans, Jeffrey Wright, Doug King, Doug Gann, Righteous Ryan Johnson, Steve Huffman, Jonas Sabatini, <laughs> Quantum Rectum Friar, Andrew Walsh from Andrew's Alcove, OG friend of the show, Brian Rizzi, Doug Christ of 37 Effects, Sean Wright of Olive Effects, and Brian Gower and Kyle McIntyre of the Tone Jerks Podcast. Thank you all ever so much. And, um... Yeah, uh, that's that's it. It's that's it, guys. That's it. Thank you. This this was a lot of fun. Um, congratulations to Derek uh, and and uh, Beth, obviously. <laughs> Beth, yeah. Let's not, let's not forget. Beth. Let's not forget the other half of this. The yeah. other half. Uh, yeah. Congrats, guys. Um, Thanks. We're so thrilled, and um, 
<laughs> we'll be watching. <laughs> 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 all right. See you okay, in a bye. couple of weeks. Okay, bye. See you all soon.